0: Well, welcome to another episode of To Be Discussed with RNA. I'm Riley Pate, and once again, my good friend Adrian here. We're here to break down the things that you want to hear be discussed, and we're glad that you've joined us for another episode. Uh, Just as a point of update, we are up on Apple Podcast and up on Spotify, correct? And of course, you can find us on the RSS feed, also. Give us a like on Facebook, where you can find us at To Be Discussed with RNA. We're right there on the Facebook page, and we're going to be working in the coming uh, weeks on interacting with you in different ways uh, via that as well. And we also post the links to every every place that you can find us up there on Facebook. Well, let's dive right on in. Our topic for today is going to be setting the record straight about what it means to be the to be a Christian. You know, there's a lot of ideas out there today. A lot of theories, a lot of uh, points of view about Christianity out there today. And so we want to kind of discuss some of that and then set the record straight on what exactly does it really mean uh, to be a Christian. And as we're kind of starting out this part of the discussion, um, we're going to begin with some of those misperceptions, some of those misconceptions. I know that there was a couple of those that you were sharing with me before we went on the air
1: uh right um <clears throat> through my uh journey i guess you call this christian walk i when i first started or you know ministry per se uh because i i am in ministry i i talked to a lot of people you know out when i went to college i talked i had people that I hung around uh who didn't go to church uh i won't say that they weren't christians uh or they weren't saved you know i i, I we never got that far but I would remember asking uh specifically this one guy I was like man do you go to church he was like I don't feel like going to church because I don't want people judging me and looking at me all wrong and I, I don't I don't feel comfortable and that 10 nine times out of 10 that was the response that I got from people or I just heard people say I don't want to feel judged I don't want people looking at me the wrong way and um and, and I in a sense, I understand that because if someone who is convicted within themselves were to walk into a church and the, the, the stare or glance may not be uh, malicious or no kind of ill will towards that person. But if that person is convicted within themselves, um, they may feel that, oh, man, you know, this person now, I don't like it because they... They judging me. They're looking at me all kinds of funny, like I'm not supposed to be here. Um, and in some cases, that is that's true. But in most cases, it's not true. Most cases, it's only a a concern. It's like, oh, okay, we got someone new. This is a new face that I haven't seen here before. Um, so yeah, that that's generally the response that I got was I don't I, I don't want to go to church and all these people staring at me or judging me. And you get that a lot, especially if a person knows who you are. Uh, where you come from and who your people are.
0: Well, and I think, too, uh, that that's tied to some people's misconception within the church about what they're supposed to be as Christians. Right. Uh, a lot of that goes back to this thought process that, man, we got to beat them over the head with the Bible, and, and, and we got to look at them and say, oh, you're a sinner! Well, so are you. Right. Um, we don't have to put a, a Scarlet S on everybody that walks in the church. But I think that sometimes we think that that's the, oh, we're a Christian, so we got, we got to tell them, all oh, they're sinning. we we got we to gotta make sure they're going down the right path. Mm, yes and no. Uh, there, there's a way that you're supposed to go about that, and it's not our job as Christians to be judged during execution. That's, that's nowhere in the biblical description of what it means to be a Christian at all. Right. And man I think a lot of times
1: I uh, ask Christians uh what we get we get wrong is we forget where we come from.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We forget how we started. How we started this walk.
0: Uh there's a lot of preachers that way.
1: Yeah, we forget that grace, that mercy that God extended towards us so richly and kindly mm-hmm. and freely. <laughs> yeah. But we, we forget that so much and so often that when we look at, and even I'm guilty of this, I'm, I'm honest enough to to admit this, we look at someone and say, they know they should know better. You know, they they know they, they don't need to be doing that or uh, they just, man, they just out here just living any kind of old way. they were. But we got to remember that we, at some point, we may not have sinned or did the, the same sin that they did to the same extent. But we but still sin. Exactly. And we like to put uh, we like to weigh our weigh sin. We like mm-hmm. to put, put it on a scale and say, well, since I ain't killed nobody, I, I'm better off than this person. <laughs> you right. Know? Right. Um,
0: because I'm not out doing this or that. I'm holier than that. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. That's not how this works at all. They, I, and you don't see that anywhere in the Bible. No, none, none of the disciples, none of the apostles, none of the prophets in the Old Testament go... Here's what you're doing, here's what I did, and what I did is not as bad as what you're doing. Right. You know, you don't find that anywhere in the Bible. Even when Jesus is up there, and he's preaching, and we know that he lived a perfect life according to the Scripture, he never once said, I'm perfect, you're not, so now I need to talk to you. He And he never went up there with a judgmental um, attitude. Right. Right. And that, that wasn't the goal. Another thing that I think is kind of tied into that, right, it is that there's a misperception because of that type of attitude that okay I've got to reach a certain level before I'm worthy right oh, and, man. And, and 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 there's a misconception that mm. hey before I go to church I gotta clean up and I gotta act right and I gotta do this and, I'm, and then I can go to church right one of the, the best illustrations I give about that is this I love to fish mm-hmm. I've never cleaned a fish before I caught it <laughs> I caught it, brought it in, then I cleaned it. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. That's the process, is that you bring them in. They're going to have baggage. Right. All right? They're going to have uh, sins. They're, they're, they're going to have vices that, that claw at them. They're going to have internal... They're going to have all those things, but I got news for you. Everybody's got those. Yeah. And so this misperception is, oh, they're perfect. No, they're not. If you go back in anybody's closet, you're gonna find a skeleton. Mm-hmm. You go deep enough, you're gonna find a skeleton in everybody's closet that they don't like, they don't want to talk about, they're not open about, any any anybody. And and it could be anything, and you're gonna find that. So there's that misperception. Uh, number one, that, hey, on the Christian side, hey, i got to be judged well. But number two, because they're that way, then the misperception on the outside is, okay, I've got to reach a certain standard to, to be a part of the church. And we are the only organization, the church, and, and, and you can quote me on this, write me down, whatever. The church is the only organization that brings in their wounded, beats them, and then kills them. Mm. Wow. We're the only organization that does that. You go to any other organization, I don't care if it's the Masons, I don't care if it's a sports team, I don't care whether even it's a business, they don't bring in their own wounded, beat them to death, and then kill them. But we'll do it in a heartbeat. We'll bring them up and we'll air out their dirty laundry and then we'll try to church them. (laughs) That, That ain't doing nobody no good.
1: There's a, uh, there's a song by um, Pastor uh, Jason Nelson. He's a gospel artist. I like to listen to a lot of his music. Um, he, he made a song. Uh, I think, I don't know who wrote it. He may have wrote it. Uh, but anyways, it's, the song is called uh, Jesus Revealed. And mm-hmm. so in this song, uh, one of the, the lyrics says, uh, we just expose each other. You know, mm-hmm. when uh Jesus um refused to condemn. Mm-hmm. And so uh, with that that's that's a true lyric because just like you said, we go through the process of uh since we think that we know this person, uh we can freely air out all their baggage, assuming that, hey, they may know them, they may know what you're doing anyways. So why not? You know, so we just freely do this without thinking of the consequences. We may have, this person may not be saved. So by us doing that, it's also, uh, it could be jeopardizing and hindering this person's potential walk with God, with Christ. Mm-hmm. And we don't think about that because a lot of times um, our, our way of doing things is not necessarily how they do things Mm -hmm. i remember god saying we have to be careful because a lot of people do not have the same heart that we do and so when we when we openly expose people's own wrongdoings uh or they don't do things the way that we we would do them we have to you know think twice before we judge them think twice before we just air out their dirty laundry it wasn't too long ago that some of us were out there doing the same thing and some of us we have we, we yeah, we have skeletons in the closet, but some of them skeletons still have some meat on the bone. <laughs> <All right. laughs> you know? Because
0: being a, a Christian doesn't make you perfect either. No. And that that's the other misconception. is, okay, now I'm a Christian, now I ain't got any problems. Christians have sin, Christians have problems, Christians face depression. And that's something else I wanna I wanna hit on real quick while we're while we're there for just a moment. There's a misperception about Christianity and depression and anxiety. Right. And, and the misperception is they don't have that, or, or a true Christian, you know, trusts in Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, I got I got news for you. There are severely depressed and anxious people who have trusted in Jesus, but because of a mental illness that they can't help. Right. They have to face that problem.
1: Yeah. Uh, that too. So that's kind of been something that I've gone back and forth on for for years now because i dealt with uh anxiety and every now and then it kind of it springs up but um it's something that i've dealt with i've dealt with depression and stress and all these things um i do believe yes you god wants us to take our cares and our burdens to him
0: absolutely
1: also but god also placed people such as therapists uh Doctors. Psychologists, doctors, in 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 our lives to be able to help us through this process.
0: Medication,
1: exactly. I'll
0: say it. I'll say medication.
1: <laughs> and so we can't write off everything because oh, that's not how God intended. Well, okay, you 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 look at um when when um Jesus met Paul on the road to the was it Damascus right? Yes. Uh, he blinded him. Paul still needed Barnabas. Right mm-hmm. to come and meet him and get him and to help him through that process until he was able to make it on his own. and God placed people in our lives and, and certain uh, phys- physicians, doctors, uh, therapists and all these people even and, and medications, but he does this so that it, it's, it's by his grace he's he, we're not meant to walk this journey alone, whether it be through anxiety, uh stress, depression, anything God we're made to be relational and that was one of the things that we said in our first podcast um and while we're doing this we were made to be relational Mm -hmm. and so however we we relate to people is important because you never know who who we're going to need or what we're going to need that helps us through this journey through this walk and and a lot of people think oh man you you got anxiety oh you ain't trusting in God enough Exactly. Well, that's, that's not true. Blowing. Yeah. <laughs> I trust, you know, my trust, how can you, you can't judge me on my trust in God just because of what I'm going through. Um,
0: well, that's just like the, the man who was blind and and they told Jesus, oh, he's blind because he's a sinner. And Jesus said, no, he's blind because he's blind. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> he's,
0: it was, it was
1: nothing that, you know, it ain't nothing that him and his parents did. He's just blind. Yeah. This, and Jesus said, this was done for God's glory. God's going to get the glory out of this. So, I we go through things as Christians. It's not because, and now granted, sometimes we do because it's our own uh, mistakes, wrongs, and sins that get us in these place get us in this, in those places. But we go through things not because it's something that we did. Because I, we have a tendency to question God and Lord, why why is this happening, or why can't I? And sometimes God just needs us to be still and know that He is God. Um, and a lot of, and and that's what it, that's what it takes. And we try to, and and being a Christian, we like to kind of figure things out on our own, you know, uh, and, and, and think that we can do it by ourselves, but God just wants us to be still in those moments. So it's not just because uh, we go through these things doesn't, uh, doesn't mean we can, yes, I trust in Jesus. Yes, we, you know, he is our Lord and Savior. He's, he's all in all, he's all these things, um, packaged into, one, mm-hmm. but he still provides in ways that are
0: beyond what we can think or even ask. Mm-hmm. You know, and so and he does that to put us in a position to make us the person that he wants us. Exactly. To. So there's those misperceptions that hey, we don't deal with with problems and sin and depression. Yes, every Christian does, and if they say they're not, they're lying. <laughs> but let's just go ahead and put that out there. If they say I'm not having any problems. I'm not this, and I'm not that. They're <coughs> lying to you, yeah. uh, because Christians are still human. So we've kind of looked at a few of the misperceptions. Right. Um, let's kind of begin digging into what what is the record. What, let's set it straight. So I'm not going to read every verse in Romans chapter twelve, but but I just want you to know that some of the things that we're about to be discussing, you can go back read that. Uh, and I'm just kind of cherry picking uh, some concepts, okay, out of that. The, the first concept about Christianity, a, a true Christian is that a Christian is someone who doesn't belong to themself, yeah. okay? A true Christian is someone, and if you look in the Greek, that word ri- literally means to be Christ-like, and so that means to emulate what Jesus did to the best of our ability, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you begin that walk by being completely obedient to the Father and trusting Him as your Savior, and all those things. But as you go through that walk, you've got to realize, I don't belong to myself. I'm dead to self, but I'm alive to God. I'm, I'm his vessel. And so if you emulate what Christ did and you begin to look back through the life of Jesus, those 33 and a half years that he's here on earth, the entire time he, he models and even explicitly says, I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm doing what my father sent me to do. Right. The entire time. So a Christian is somebody who who goes through life and every day has to say, you know what? I'm not going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what God wants me to do, even if it doesn't make sense to me, even if it's not what I want to do. You know, I may want to go in a different direction, but I'm not going to do that because I want to be a, a Christ like.
1: Right. Um. It was I was reading yesterday. Uh, scripture and i ran across this uh this verse that said uh it was talking about loving one another uh but it was we're not supposed to look at it after our own uh ourselves but as after everyone else's wealth mm-hmm. and so I'm, when i read that text i was like okay what does that mean what do you mean wealth what do you mean gotta got i gotta look at somebody else's because when you hear the word wealth uh you you think about money you know possessions uh, that type of deal. but when you look up the actual meaning of that word what it means is what he what he's talking about there is spirituality so we're not only supposed to look after our, ourselves we're also supposed to look after the wellness and well-being of others um one of the verses that I've been studying this week um has been out of Matthew 7 verse 12 where it talks about do unto others as you ha- have them do unto you um and then another text that lines up right directly up with that is when Jesus says, love uh, your neighbors as you love yourselves. Uh, and when, when you look at that word, uh, look at that text. Um, it, Jesus says this sums up the whole law and of the uh, of the prophets. This 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 sums up what they're talking about and what this means. This is what God. Above all, this is the highest command that uh, Jesus gives us.
0: That yes, we, to love God, and then love. in the yeah. second highest is and, like unto yeah. it.
1: Yeah, and and so love being the greatest out of all these love, faith, and hope. Love being the greatest. This is what we're called to do, um, and it's when we talk about love, it's uh, we 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 like to equate it to sometimes to love to our spouse. Or significant other, or love to our mom, dad, or, or brothers and sisters, but in this in this sense, he's talking about the a, a love in a moral sense in a, uh, complete sense of uh, an affection
0: towards one another. Um, well, you can't really compare because he goes deeper than love to your spouse. He says love them like you love yourself, and this is part of so so realizing that you don't belong to yourself, first of all, it begins with loving God right. with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. So let's cover that real quick, and then we'll go back to what you're plugging yeah. into there. Yeah. So so let's backtrack just a minute here. And he says, love God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Yeah. That's every part of your being. Okay? And, and you say, well, how do I know that I love God with all my heart, all my soul, and all your mind? What's driving you? Mm-hmm. What do you think about All your heart, all your uh, soul, and then you've got your mind, what actions are you taking? Hmm. Okay, what's driving your motivation? And I like to add in here with your mind, okay, you want to know what the mind's thinking and what the heart's feeling? Check your checkbook. Hmm. Where's your money going? (laughs) Yeah. What does it go to? Now, I'm not saying go, you know, give all your money to the church. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about here in this analysis is a little different. Yes, you should pay your, your tithes. Mm-hmm. So, you know. But when I'm talking about checking your checkbook, I'm going so far, I take this so far as to say, how do you spend your own personal money? Mm. So you're giving your, your your tithe to God. Right. You're paying your bills. So then everybody's got leftover money. Right. Okay. What do you spend that on? It's okay to have nice clothes. I got nice clothes. I've got a very nice suit sitting in the car right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not a sin. Uh, God's blessed me with a nice vehicle. Not a sin. All those things. But. What I do outside of just spending for myself, right? Mm-hmm. This is just a personal example, not building myself up. Just a personal example. I like to spend money taking people places. Because I enjoy watching them enjoy what I'm able to buy. Right. How to able to spend my money. Right.
1: And so, okay, so that's interesting. Um. Being a blessing to someone else, you know. A, a lot of times, you know, we like to be modest, you know. Uh, when someone, oh, man, thank you for the. Oh no, it's nothing. We like to be modest, but sometimes, if we're honest, what I it feels good to Lord be honest, able. Yeah. It feels great you to be able to, just to see how God has blessed you, and you're able to bless somebody else.
0: Well, that, that's. I'll, I'll give you a story just like that. So, so what? My my bridge here. Let me let me build the bridge real yeah. quick. So. Now I've tied it into how loving God will lead to loving others, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so so quick story to that um, about how it feels good. My fiance's dad is needing a liver transplant. Yeah, uh, I've been doing some some research about transplants and all these things. The liver transplant—I didn't know this. I meant to tell you this. The liver transplant is actually the second hardest transplant in the world. Second mm. only to a heart transplant as far as mortality rate and then getting you to survive. It's like the second, some have it third, some have it second, but it's, either, it, it's up there, all right? It's not just a in and out surgery. Yeah. Let's put it that yeah. way. Um, we're talking extensive, like six-hour surgery. We're talking he's going to be in ICU four or five days, and then we're talking an extensive period. He, it will be two to three years, honestly, before wow. he's able to live like a normal life, possibly. It, it could be up to two years, maybe even three because of some other things he's going on. But at least two years before he's able to go places because he's got to be so close to doctors and so close to the hospital, all those things. Starting like in March, I mean, uh, June. I was going back in time. Oh, yeah. here's the matrix. <laughs> uh, starting in June, once he gets on the transplant list, um,. He cannot be more than an hour away from the hospital. Wow. If he gets more than an hour away and they call him and say, hey, we've got one ready. If he can't make it to the hospital within the hour, he gets knocked down the list. If it happens another time, he's off. So, like, he's going to be basically homebound until he gets one and then he's going to be homebound afterwards, right? Right. Right. So, he and I were talking at uh, their house the other day, and he's talking, and uh, I showed him a, a, a clip. So, our, just an aside here, Ray and I, one of our favorite comedians is Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, love that guy. Great. So, I showed him a clip of Kevin Hart, and he's laughing. He said, man, I sure would like to, to see him, and another one I would like to see is Gabriel Iglesias. Oh, Fluffy. You know, you know, fluffy. fluffy. <laughs> so I start scrolling. I said, Well, Hearts uh, coming to the airlines. Mm hmm. Well, let's come in all August. Kind of a flip a coin time. I mean, yeah, yeah it's close, but then you would have to leave the venue. and uh, So that wasn't feasible. hmm. So I didn't tell him. I, I just, you know, I, I didn't say anything to him. He just said this, and I. So I got to scrolling, and Iglesias Fluffy's not coming to Texas this time because he's having to make up for his missed twenty twenty shows. He's having to like do the the thing, oh, right? Yeah. But he was going to be in New Orleans next weekend. Oh. So I said, um, and and his wife was in there, and I said, uh, you know, what what? How would y'all feel about going to New Orleans next weekend? I said, why? I said, "Uh, well, Fluffy's in town. And the look on her dad's face. Priceless Ah, That's awesome. You know, and and, and so it's not about me. And I, now, I can be a selfish person. You can everybody. There's moments where we do stuff because we want to do it. You know, like, (laughs) this is what's best for me, right? (laughs) Yeah. But if we're really being true to that idea of not living for ourselves then we live for that one. Right, and and, and I, that's what I always try and that's what drives me you know is that I can use my resources you know to get tickets and rooms and, and we can go do these things
1: right and man that's awesome I, Fluffy's another one of my uh, favorite comedians I've been yeah. watching a lot of him lately uh, but um that's that's great because uh, a lot of times man we talk about and th- when you was telling the story, the word that popped into uh, my mind is purpose.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and as I we've talked, you know, about uh, a couple of times, you know, when I you know I tell you I, I look for purpose uh, behind what I do. Um I don't do it necessarily uh, just because it's either going to pay me or get me exposure. I do what I do, uh, because I want to be sure that it's tied to purpose. There's a reason behind what I'm doing, and so a lot of times when we always talk about man finding our purpose and finding our purpose, a lot of time and when we talk about that and we uh, um, either sometimes even study or pursue it, we always want to tie it to just one thing, whether it be a job or career. But really,
0: our purpose it can be anything. Uh, well, that, that brings up the... Because I had two major points because there's so much subpoints to all this. Right. Yeah. So, so the, the main point... Um, so first of all, we talked about Christians are somebody who don't live uh, for themselves. Right. But the second point is that, that Christians are somebody who want to and will do anything to carry out the purpose that God has for them.
1: Right. And that's just how it goes. We aren't tied or bound to just one thing. Now, granted, if that's what God has for our lives and that's the plan. Um, excuse me. Of, of course, that will be the purpose. That's what we will do. But if we find purpose, even if it's just in just like what you did, if we find purpose in that. Uh, making someone happy um, or making them smile, just the simple things has purpose in them and, and Uh, it's not all about, uh, the exposure or someone knowing your name or, uh, how much money or profit you're going to get off of it or out of it. It's about what's the reason why, uh, why did you do what you do? Why are you doing what you're doing? And as Christians, it's important that we find purpose in every day, every moment we get, we have to find purpose, um. I I I work at a school, uh, right now, and I'm in what I would call the disciplinary field.
0: <laughs> yeah, the
1: and ISS. The ISS. He uh, works at
0: the elementary, I work at the high school. Yeah. And Grind. Yeah.
1: So, uh, I find every day I'm like, man, these kids. I, I say a little prayer to God before you know they get started, but <laughs> dear God, me <laughs> not. <laughs> you know, but. The, the the ideal is, man, you know, when I get these kids and I and I observe what they do or what they say, I'm like, man, some of these kids are really going through it. And so I try to be, I understand, you know, sometimes I have to be strict. You know, you're not going to be able to get away with anything you want to get away with while I'm around, get away with while I'm around. And so, but I also try to find ways to to let them know that, hey, man, I care about you. Uh, I care about your future. I care about your success, your well-being. I care. And um, just to, to, to you don't know how happy it makes me or what, the feeling I get inside when I see a kid, I'm just out. I'm in my street clothes, everyday clothes. I may be at the store and the kids come up to me. Hey, Mr. H, Mr. H, they call him Mr. H. Uh, and I'm like, oh man. And sometimes I'll be honest, I don't remember their names. Uh, so I'm like, okay, who's this kid? <laughs> but it it makes me it, it makes me happy to know that uh there's some kind of purpose and there's an impact that I leave on these kids somehow some way um, when I walk through those halls or when they walk through the classroom door yeah you know?
0: well but I also like and I'm, I'm with you, you know because I work with high school kids um, I work with them for eight years the first time and and finish up another year with them this time. Um, but I liked what you said about purposes changing. It's not always the same, right? So God puts us in a place for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe that He put me um, at Harmony High School on that coaching staff for a specific reason. You know, to 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 be around certain kids, to be around certain other coaches, um, just individuals that came in and out of my life at that time. Right. Right. Um, some of the the relationships I had, some of the connections that I've made um, through that time, uh, and and I I'm blessed, you know, to be able to to have had that. You know, I still tell some stories from time to time about different things that would happen or or connections that were made. And then you know, uh, coming, I stepped away for a couple of years, and then now coming to Pittsburgh and and not coaching anymore. You know, that that part of my life is gone as far as on the day-to-day side of things and constantly being a part of the coaching ground but uh, still being able to to make those connections with students and have those conversations and make those differences but but you and I have talked um, that over the past couple of months really mm-hmm. um, you know I've felt and I think you felt to some extent you know god changing our purpose right that, that hey maybe those times in our life that chapter, might kind of be closing, but we've got another one that we're talking about and, and we're going to be talking about it tomorrow, you know, that I'm excited about because mm-hmm. I think that, that as God changes our purpose from time to time, he also opens up those, those ideas and those windows, Yeah, you know, and so as long as we're tuned in with what God wants and we're pursuing that, then we know, right? you know, uh, that... That's what God wants, you mm-hmm. know. James tells us that the prayers of the righteous man uh, availeth much, uh, availeth much, or they're always um, heard and and listen, you know. And so, what does that mean? Well, does that mean that that everybody's prayer gets answered every time? No, but what it means is that the one who's lined up with God, and then it, this is also in Psalms: if your heart's lined up with God, then the rest of it falls into place. Then what you want. Because it also says God gives us the desires of our heart. But they're talking about when when our desires line up with what God wants and we're in tune. This is why Christians always do whatever we can to pursue God's purpose. And this is what the Bible teaches that a Christian is. is someone Mm -hmm. who's constantly pursuing God's purpose. And the reason for that is because when we're doing that, then we know that whatever we get is falling in line with what God wants.
1: Right. Because God makes provision for it.
0: Right. And, and and I think you and I have seen that I know I have and I know you have in the past. And I think that we're seeing that as we kind of move forward in the future that that God is putting some things together. Right. That we never would have thought and, would have happened. It, it, yeah, man, and
1: uh that's just that's just part of it is being able and it's been a blessing so far, man. I mean, it just it's almost to the point it's like mind-blowing mm-hmm. because I'm like, wow. You know, it's just really happening. You know, like we talked about this doing this podcast and stuff for a year, like for Over a, year. a year, yeah. And and so to see how things have fallen into place, have fallen into place, and the people who have helped us, uh, and and it's just how far we've gotten as even to now, it's been a blessing. Um, but God's hand has con- constantly been in it, you know. Um,
0: and I think that's something else, though, about being a Christian too as we talk about this purpose, you know, this has been such a, a blessing and, and continues to be as we look at different areas that we're going to move forward with. Right. But, going back to what I said, too, um, it is accepting that the purpose has changed. You know, that God's closing this door. Right. That, yeah, I've got some, some attachments. I've got some sentiment. hmm But God's closing this door to open up this one. And that's why we've got to stay focused on pursuing God's purpose, not my purpose. Because if it was up to me, I'd be doing some other things. Right. But but, but that's not it. Mm-hmm. And so I don't enjoy what we're heading into. But it's just that you know because of sentiment, I would be more uh, inclined to to go and pursue some other jobs and, yeah. and, and coaching opportunities and things like that.
1: Yeah. Um, and and that's 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 so true. Uh, it's just the 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 fact that we get attached to certain things or people Mm -hmm. or places um but it's it's man i tell you when you see the hand of god move in your life in a specific way that nobody else uh whether it be even if in a small circle nobody else knows but you know specifically hey that was nobody but god Mm -hmm. um your outlook on who God is will change because we tend to limit God, uh, put God in the box as we the term we like to use. Uh, and we tend to do that so much that when he finally he, he step, it's like he steps outside of our box and he shows us I am God and mm-hmm. I am doing this. It's nothing that you could have done, but it's my provision. It's my purpose and it's my my plan. We tend to see we tend to see God for who He is, and God for who He should be in our lives.
0: Uh, and then we get off track and we start going for our purpose. Our
1: right. Purpose. Yeah. And but it's like you said, it's all about when our uh, our desires line up with God's desires. You know, mm-hmm. our heart lines up with God's. Uh, then it's you know it's His desires no longer ours, or His desires are our desires. Um. but I mean that's just I mean part of what being a Christian is is it's not about the fancy it, we're not all rich uh, no <laughs> we're <laughs> we don't all drive fancy cars or living you know big houses We're and that's I mean
0: walk around with no watches yeah
1: we, we don't we don't we're not all like that now granted yeah, if that's what God wanted to bless us with
0: then hey then come on down
1: yeah <laughs> you know um, but we're not all stuck up.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I see
1: you. <laughs> we're not all you know, nose turned up in the air at you with a stink face. We're not like you know. We're not all like now. Some of some of us are, uh, and, and some of us may need some uh, a heart check, uh, but. We're not all like that so when 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 you run into a christian or uh, a, a fo- rather i' say a follower of, a follower of christ and a lover of 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 god a- and love of jesus when you run into the, to us you know don't prejudge us before you get to know us and, and it's just like the saying we shouldn't do anyone that that aren't that isn't saved mm-hmm. uh you know rather we should welcome you with with warmth and we just pray hope that you know anyone that that's slip that will listen to this uh that isn't saved that um you would do the same towards us you know mm-hmm. it's you know no, it's no hard feelings man you know right. <laughs> you know no hard feelings you know it, it's all love but it it's it's part of being a christian and uh the journey that we're on it isn't easy it's not perfect uh it's not a, it's not a perfect road it's hard. Mm-hmm. He just says that the the, the gate that, that leads to or it's the narrow. road, yeah, is narrow and it's difficult. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't playing when he said that. Uh, and you, it, true Christians know this when you're walking with Christ and you really walking with Him. It's get, man, it gets hard. That's when the that anxiety and that stress, mm-hmm. you know, starts so to it, it, yeah, bedtime, so.
0: yeah.
1: And so it's not you know, it it it's it's difficult. Um, but it's well worth it in the end. Um we may l- we we will lose um things because we follow Christ. Right. But we will never lose by him in the end. Mm-hmm. You know, we win rather. Rather we already have the victory because of him and through him. Um so there's anything else that you wanted to add on? Was there another point or anything that
0: you... No, those were the, t- the two main ones. You know, okay. That I, I thought kind of... Because, like I said, there were so many sub-points there that we could go for. Oh, days. yeah. <laughs> um, but but I just wanted to kind of address some of the big things and, and kind of talk about what it is to be a Christian and kind of help set the record straight. That, hey, it's not uh, about being perfect. It's yeah. not about being... Um, better than anybody. It's it's simply about being one who realizes you don't belong to yourself, you belong to God and and you need to put others first and then and then being somebody who passionately pursues, you know, God's purpose for our lives.
1: Right. And man, that's so true. Um I I just man, I enjoy these type of conversations. I and that this is why this podcast is such a blessing because we get to talk about these things. Mm -hmm. It's that open discussion Hey, this is what the Bible says and this is what it means. Okay, let's discuss it. Or and uh, and
0: bring different perspectives.
1: Yeah. Um but uh guys, I just I, I thank you for uh just joining us today. Um as we close, we just ask that you uh go out there, uh like us out there on Facebook. We're out there uh, to uh, TBD to be discussed with RNA, um, and then on Spotify, uh, it's the same except it's with an underscore on uh, uh, Spotify. Uh, but you can find us on Facebook. All the information you need to our Apple Podcast, to our Spotify, even our RS RSS feed
0: is all. Up. It's we all, put that all up on the page. Yeah, it's
1: all up on the page. Go out there, man. Follow us. Uh, like our post uh and just listen. Um, and and hopefully you you get something out of it. Uh, like I said, we're we're doing this, uh, for you. Yeah, for (laughs) the listeners. Yeah, but uh, man, thank you for listening, and we are signing out.